Today on the podcast, we have Talita Rickenbacker, a Southern Belle who was diagnosed with stage four cancer. And she says not only did her faith get her through it, but just the will to survive. So this is one of our survivor ambassadors from Savannah, Georgia. Talita Rickenbacker, welcome to the Survivor Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for joining us at Survivor School. So I know this is a part of you coming out with your story. So tell me your Survivor story. My Survivor story started back in 2015 when I went to the doctor and after having a abnormal pap smear and a coposcopy, I was told that I have cancer. So you have to have a pap smear, not fun. Colposcopy, which people don't even understand, not fun, cutting away a not piece of at your all. cervix. <laughs> not and then at you all. hear the words, you have cancer. Yes, yes. And that was the most devastating thing for me because here I am, I'm in school. Mm-hmm. I'm working full time. Mm-hmm. But I was also dealing with my grandmother and her dementia. So, so you're going through a lot. I was going through a lot. 2015 was just a bad year for me. So 2015, dealing with your grandmother, and then you find out you have cancer. That was devastating. And I found out on her birthday, not even realizing that months later, she won't be here anymore. So it was a struggle. There were many days that I wanted to give up. However, my grandmother, just the lessons that she taught me over year over the years and the faith that you know I know I have I had to rely on that to get me through um and just to hear that I was stage four you know not really understanding what that meant I just felt like my life was just over and tell me you know what that means to you stage four cancer So you're living life with cancer. Exactly. Um, Of course, it's hard. Um, I have no kids. I'm not married. And although I had a support system, I still felt lonely. You know, it was hard for me to talk about it. Um, Living with cancer now that I know it's possible, you can still live a fulfilling life. So tell me, your your life with cancer. Some people think stage four, life is over. It's not. And it's not. It's not, you know. So how do you live your life with cancer? And and I think it's, you know, you telling cancer, you know, what to do. And, and that's, it, that's just it. You can't let cancer define mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. You have to define cancer. I think sometimes a lot of people, they get cancer and they get stuck. They get stuck and they can't move forward. And I know because I've been there. You hear the words, you have cancer, and you think I'm going to die. You think about all the things that you're going to miss out on. You think about all the things that, you know, you'll never get to do on your bucket list. Exactly. However, you know, there's a saying when life throws you lemons, you make lemonade. So, yes, I'm living with life with cancer. But if you look at me, you could never tell. And, you know, I often hear people say, 
You don't look like you have cancer. Mm -hmm. You don't seem like you have cancer. You know, when I was diagnosed with cervical cancer, I was like, this doctor is a quack. I know what cancer looks like, and I don't look like a cancer patient. So I was like, let me go see another doctor, another doctor, and another and I one. And get offended. Right. Like, and I realized then I was looking for a doctor to tell me that that other doctor was wrong, mm -hmm. and it never happened. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. It is. But the one thing, when I walked into my oncologist's office, I didn't want to go anywhere else. When he gave, when I had my laparoscopic, my mother and godmother told me that that doctor came out of that surgery and said, this is going to be a fight, but we're going to fight this. We're not giving up on her. And I think with women that goes through, that go through cancer, if the doctor gives up on them and tell them there's nothing else that they could do, that hurt that just hurt a woman and it just causes her to shut down but my doctor wasn't like that so 2015 so it, it's it's been two, two years mm -hmm. where are you now what's your message for women what's your plan what do you want to do you know cancer comes in and i believe there's two types of people there are two types the, there's one set that this happened to me I'm gonna pick up the pieces and I'm going to go back to my life. I, I tried to do that and I just couldn't do it. It's like the pieces didn't fit exactly the same anymore. And then there's the other set of the people who are gonna say, this happened to me, I experienced, I feel like I need to give back, I need to do something. So I'm, I'm actually in the middle. I didn't wanna do anything. So it's funny that I'm so involved in advocacy now. So where are you? It's funny because all my life, even leading up to cancer, it's like, Lord, what is my purpose on this earth? You know, I don't have kids, so at this point, I'm not a mother. Um, I'm working, but I'm not this big CEO of a company, so what is it? Mm -hmm. And honestly, hearing the words cervical cancer, you have cervical cancer, yes, it was devastating. Also, that made me fight. And at this point in life, I mean, I live life just like I would have post-cancer, but it's better to me. Right, I, and I get that. I it's get that. better to me. Because I was someone who lived, I lived life before. You mm -hmm. know, I really lived life, and then, wait, I almost died. Oh, I really, I got to break the wheels off this mother now. Exactly, and that's <laughs> so, how I felt. Yeah. You know, and so many people would tell me, your attitude is everything, and it is. And I didn't realize when I was sitting in the infusion center getting my chemo, doing my schoolwork, I didn't realize there were people that were watching me. Mm -hmm. Until the one time they told me I was in remission, I went to tell the infusion nurse, and there was a lady, she was 78 years old, she was coming to also tell them that she was in remission, and she was an ovarian cancer patient. Mm -hmm. Her daughter, we were just talking, and she said, are you the young lady that used to have your computer and your school books? I said, yes. She said, I used to always throw up because the saline killed me. The chemo mm -hmm. didn't bother me. It was the saline. Mm -hmm. I said, yes. She said, you just don't know. It was you that helped me and my mom get through this. And I just thought about that because even though you're silent, people are still watching. And I even had one of the infusion nurse recently, the, Two, pay, two treatments ago say, you don't know what joy you bring into this office when you come in here. I never go in there sad, and I have bad days, but that's not who I am. I trust God, so there is no need for me to worry. So if I could just 
it's important to have a spiritual connection to what whoever you believe, whatever you believe. You have to have a connection. You have to have pe- positive people around you. You can have anybody around you. You have to have positive people. And just getting educated, you know, I've learned so much just being here that I'm ready to take off running. And I'm ready to just spread the word. And being a woman of color, just sitting in this room alone, it's important for me to get this message out because in our community of black people and African-Americans, there's a lack of knowledge, stigma. People don't wanna know about it. And people just don't care. And it's time for us to be shame resilient. Exactly. It's nothing wrong with having cervical cancer. It's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with having any cancer. It's just how you define it. Talita Rickenbacker, thank you for joining us today I'm on the glad podcast. glad to be here. Survivor Strong. Amen. All right. <laughs> went on to tell her story as a Survivor Ambassador. She was passionate about spreading awareness and education for African-American women and church communities. She sadly passed away from cervical cancer in August of 2019, weeks shy of her 39th birthday. We miss you every day, Talita. For more Survivor-related content, check out Survivor.org. Follow Survivor on all social media platforms. If you would like to be interviewed for upcoming Survivor podcast episodes, contact us at info at survivor.org.